This is Jewish Board Talk with Sheree Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Timna Seligman is the curator of Tikhoa House at the Israel Museum in Jerusalem, a position she has held since 2009. She was recently a guest of the Cyril Harris Center, where she gave a talk on the topic Israeli art through the prism of its women artists. She looked at Israeli art from its early days at the start of the 20th century up until today. I'm absolutely delighted to have caught up with her while she was in the country to talk about art. Timna, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Timna, I think you probably have the most exciting job in the world. It is fun. (laughs) It's one of these jobs where every day is different. And I, every time I do learn about a new artist, every time I do a new exhibition, I'm learning a completely new field. So it keeps me on my toes and it's fascinating. I enjoy it. Israeli art is, what is Israeli art and how does it define itself different from other art? Uh, today most Israeli artists would say we are part of the international art world. But historically we date Israeli art from 1906 when Boris Schatz opened the first art school in Israel, which was the Bezalel School of Arts and Crafts. Uh, it was an interesting mix of East and West. Many of the art teachers had come from Europe, but most of the students were, in fact, uh, from the Middle Eastern Jewish populations. And they had fine art and crafts, and the crafts were local crafts of carpets and copper work, silverware, jewellery, and they would make the objects and the Judaic objects such as these and then sell them and that would support the school. So we're looking at 1906, did you say? So, And that was maybe specifically Israeli art. Through the ages, when does Israeli art become contemporary Western art or Middle Eastern art? I, I think even from the beginning, because of the European artists who were working there, they were connected to what was going on in the rest of the world. They had learnt art in Paris and in Vienna and in Russia or wherever they had come from. So they had those influences from the beginning. And those influences carry on, obviously, to today. What makes Israeli art unique is that from the beginning there were also influences of the Middle Eastern art uh, crafts around them. And there was, uh, can we put this, a Zionist agenda, obviously, early on. So there's an art which is very much embedded in the land of Israel, in making a connection to, to the land through the biblical stories or through the local uh, plants and the landscapes. And this carries on to today. You'll find a lot of work in Israel which deals with the flora, deals with the landscapes, and obviously has its political aspects as well. So Israeli art can be defined maybe by Zionism. Can it also be defined by religion, or would that be a craft? No, most definitely. Obviously, there is the Judaica, the objects for uh, ritual purposes. So obviously, the the candlesticks, the Shabbat platters, the which... Um, or, or for work pieces for, for the shul, then obviously those are craft, but they are artistic, they're beautiful, they're stunning. But also in the art, in the fine art as well, you will have uh, messages and symbols and uh, icons that come from 
from Jewish art, Jewish uh, ritual itself. The reason I ask is just because when you think of European art and early yeah. European art, it's embedded in, in Christianity and symbolism around Christianity. Absolutely. And I just wondered if that was mirrored at the it's, same time it, in Israeli art where it was, you know. What's actually is very interesting is that, yes, obviously the Jewish elements are mirrored in Israeli art, but also often Christian symbolism is as well because it's so embedded in the history of art and in the artistic language. And so you will find elements that come directly from, such as the crucifix, which will be used often in a very political way, but it will appear in Jewish art and in, if we think of artists like Chagall, who obviously is not Israeli, but he's a, a Jewish artist who would use the crucifix and the symbol of Jesus on, on the cross to make a very Jewish message. So then my next question would be, what is the relationship between Jewish artists and Israeli artists? Is there such a thing as a Jewish artist? Ah, uh, well, that's a, <laughs> that's a hornet's nest. <laughs> yeah, obviously, yes, <clears throat> excuse me. Obviously there are artists around the world who their Judaism, <clears throat> excuse me, who th- their Judaism is very much, uh, such a part of them, so obviously it's part of their art as well, and it's part of their artistic language. Uh, in Israel, also, there are some artists who that is a more dominant feature in their art than other artists. Uh, so I think it's a sliding scale. It's such an absolutely fascinating topic, and one of the things you are, you focused on when you gave a talk at the um, at the Cyril Harris Community Center was Israeli art through the prism of its women artists. Mm-hmm. Why women artists? I think uh, there's a lot of corrective history and research going on at the moment. Um, over the years, the story of art, whether in Israel or around the world, it's very much been based on a canon of the dominant male artists. And these are the artists that you hear about. Um, so if I actually jump out of Israel for a moment and go to America and we look at Jackson Pollock, you know, one of the major artists of the abstract expressionist movement. And he was married to a Jewish woman called Lee Krasner. Lee, a fantastic artist who carried on working long after he unfortunately was killed in a car crash. And, but we hear much less, we don't know her as much because she wasn't part of the dominant narrative. She was Jackson Pollock's wife. But in fact, when we look at her work today, we can see that there's no reason for her to have been sidelined. So that's just an example that we can perhaps understand on a more international scale. And and in Israel as well, from the early days, there were always women artists working. But until recently, we there was only one or two of each generation that we actually heard about, especially in the earlier period. I'm not talking about from the 1970s onwards when the women artists really are much more dominant and have a much more equal standing, although still statistically have fewer solo exhibitions in, in the museums. Um, so, and because I am the curator of Ticho House, Ticho House is the house that was donated to the Israel Museum by the woman artist Anna Ticho. So obviously she is my passion and she is uh, my main center of research. So obviously while working with her work over the last uh, 10 years, I've become much more aware of this parallel narrative of the women artists. And so when asked to give the talk here and 
asked to give something more general than just on Anatijo, I thought, well, in that case, maybe I'll shift the narrative a little bit and actually give a talk, general talk on Israeli art, but for, through the women artists who are active over the years. And let's look at Israeli art, contemporary art today, mm-hmm. and women artists. Do they feature, is there still a kind of sense of a narrative of denying women their place? In- um, as I said, statistically, there are fewer uh, women artists getting so major solo exhibitions in the museums than <clears throat> than men still today still today but but i think on the whole there's much more their presence is much more felt and you're seeing their work on and to the point when sometimes you have to start saying do we actually need to define a woman artist as opposed to a male artist or in fact yeah so, so i think in some ways it's it is becoming less of an issue, but the issues that the women are working on are often issues that are perhaps more determined by having been sidelined over the years. So social issues and things like that. Timna, when we look <coughs> at women art, is there such a thing as women art and women artists as opposed to what um, ma- male artists, do they you spoke about social issues bringing to the mm-hmm. fore, but should art be defined by genders? I think what I'm asking. I wish it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so you Obviously, think it is? I would. I, I wish it wasn't. I think that historically, um, interestingly, I think that the in the early years, the issues that women artists were dealing with uh, often were more general and were not defined so much by them being women. Although historically, often you will find more <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> more images of uh home life and uh, children and uh, maybe uh like family genre images rather than the the grand historical paintings for example um but i think that the early artists really did try to be part of the prove they had to prove themselves against the male artists all the time they had to show that they were on the standing so you don't get so much of women's issues in their art. And that changes from the 1960s when feminism becomes a much more political issue uh, across and social issue across, across the board, not only in art. And then you start seeing the feminist issues and the women's issues coming out in the art, like works by, for example, Israeli artist uh, Jochevet Weinfeld, who deals with the menstrual cycle in her art, which is something that's happening also internationally with other women artists, especially feminist artists in America. And so we start seeing those kinds of issues coming out in the art, which were not touched before. Timna, is there such a thing as a woman consumer of art as opposed to a male consumer of art? Um, that's uh, yeah, Obviously, yes. There are f- women who are particularly interested in feminist art. They're looking for it for uh, personal reasons, for research reasons. Uh, and when you say consumer of art, uh, that obviously splits into two two different fields. It's people who enjoy going to see exhibitions and galleries and talks and just enjoy art because they're consuming it as a, as a cultural uh, commodity and the, consumer, the consumers who are actually purchasing art and building up their own collections. So yes, definitely there are women in both areas who specifically are looking for art by women artists, collectors who have collections which are based on women artists and they're doing it very often as a very... Um, I, with, with an agenda, they really want to push women artists forward. They want to support them, give them more of a chance to to build their careers. And so, therefore, they are concentrating on on women artists. Does Israel have an art culture? 
Very much so. Very much so. As I say, the first art school opened in 1906. Betzalel School still exists today. It's gone through many changes over the years, but it's still considered the top art school in Israel and also one of the top art schools in the world. Um, there are many other art schools. So we are churning out lots of young budding artists all the time. Uh, there are many museums, art museums, galleries, public galleries, private galleries. Um, there's a grassroots um, underground art scene as well of art that's perhaps not gallery-based but is action-based. So, yes, it's a very active scene. And your next exhibition? My next exhibition will open in late November of this year, a woman artist, <laughs> just by chance, by, her, by the name of Chen Shish. She's, she's uh, mid-generation, so she's in her late 40s, and she works mainly on paper. Uh, she comes from Tunisia. Her family comes from Tunisia and Morocco originally, and born in Israel. And her art very much deals with her background, with being a woman growing up from a very traditional Middle Eastern, North African, Israeli background. Uh, lots of very, um, how can we put this? Very. Uh, gestural black and gold and bright colors and lots of elements her own little language of 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 uh, icons that we see coming through her art lots of hearts and flowers but also eyes and tears uh and it'll be a lovely exhibition so anyone coming to israel you're more than welcome well what you started the interview by saying mm. is when art in israel started it was a mixture between middle east and maybe european mm -hmm. western art and from what you just described it sounds to me that israeli art is still that kind of a mixture very much so like israeli society yeah it's so yes very, like israeli society yeah i think the art reflects the society that it comes from and continues to do so. It's a, it's a fascinating country, as we know, Israel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, it's fascinating to learn more about its art. So thank you so much. And I hope you enjoy your stay while you're here. And uh, good luck with your exhibitions. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was Timna Seligman, who is the curator of Tichor House at the Israel Museum in Jerusalem. And she was a guest of the... Rabbi Cyril Harris Community Center, where she gave a talk, Israeli art through the prism of its women artists.